This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. It's on. Election Day is here, and the important thing today, of course, is to encourage everyone to get out and vote. Not that Zoomers need much encouragement. Our demographic goes to the polls in overwhelming numbers, with 70% of over 45s voting in the last election. And if you break it down to the 65 to 74 age group, their turnout is nearly 80%, which makes us wonder why all the parties spent so much more energy courting millennials, while many Zoomers feel ignored and taken for granted. Now, I get it with the Liberals because younger voters gave them a majority last time, but many of those people are now disillusioned. And there have been predictions that this would be a very low turnout election because of that. On the other hand, there was record turnout in the advance polls with 4.7 million Canadians casting their ballots Thanksgiving weekend. So what about you? Have you voted? Are you going to vote? Do you feel ignored? Uh, do you feel disappointed in this campaign? It seemed to focus a lot on nastiness, not so much on what people really think are the big issues. The numbers to call, 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-744-740. And now I am joined by Peter Mugridge, Senior Editor of Zoomer Magazine, and David Kravitz, Vice President of Zoomer Media, Hi, welcome. Hello. Hi, love you. Okay, so uh, we've been talking about how people in our demographic feel ignored this time around. Peter, you've been tracking that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did a story last week on everythingzoomer.com, and, and we uh, reached out to our Facebook members to ask them to, you know, tell us how they felt about uh, seniors' issues. And, and, and it became a, a particular focus after the debate where... Seniors were mentioned a grand total of four times. You know, uh, Quebec was mentioned a hundred times. Um, families were mentioned 30 times. Indigenous people were mentioned 66 times. Seniors were mentioned four times. So, so our readers uh, chimed in and, and they weren't happy. Many said they were feeling badly ignored. Um, one, one person said, uh, the government doesn't care if we die. Another one, another one said, no one gives a blank about seniors. So it was that kind of feeling we were getting from our members about how the issues were just ignored in this, this election. David? Well, I think that's true. I think that uh, all of the parties acted as though I need to come up with one or two uh, money giveaway thingies that are mine, and then I've checked that box and I can move on. Uh, either they're taking the vote for granted or they are... Uh, undercounting the effect of that vote. And if you look at the other age groups and you look at the general indifference and the the lack of enthusiasm across the board, uh, this could be a turnout issue that if the Zoomers remain the only group that turns out in force, um, 
our age group will control the election. And then you go back into the polls, ours and others, and say, well, okay, who does our age group favor, admittedly, without you know, your heart going pitter-pat. And it seems to be a slight edge uh, to the Conservatives, but we'll see whether that plays out or not. Hmm. I mean, it is interesting that on the one hand we were hearing, you know, people are disillusioned, I believe, across all age groups, and that's going to result in a low turnout. But then we had this mega turnout in the advanced mm-hmm. polls. I was actually in a lineup at one of the advanced polls. I, I don't know how to explain that, but uh, like for I the, for the first time in my life, <laughs> I, I'm a skeptic. For now, the first time in my life, I actually saw an advanced poll. Like I, the, these things were kind of like you had to really search for them. But as I walked through neighborhoods, I, I went for a walk on on uh, that weekend, and and there were advanced polls all over the place. I'd just never seen them before, so so maybe it was just they they were better advertised or something. I'm not. Well, sure. Well, I have to give credit to Elections Canada. Yeah. They really they seem to have really. Re- run it really well. Yeah. David, they were better were... advertised, but they've also added over a thousand polling, over a thousand That's advanced it. polling stations yeah. compared to last yeah. time. I'm not suggesting it was a weak turnout, don't get me wrong, but it's not an apples to apples comparison. Right. And I think the long term trend is that Elections Canada is realizing that more people want more flexibility. We might see this go up and up and up uh, in future. They really did promote it. Um, and they added, you know, last time they had three through thirty six hundred poll, polling stations in the country. This time it was uh, almost five thousand. Yeah. So you had more places to vote, more publicity to get you to vote, and uh, I think it was probably uh, about the same. But that said, it is strong. You're quite right. Well, yeah, I guess at the at the end we should uh, have a look and see uh, how much more money that cost, <laughs> especially true. you know uh, if. The polls that we've been reporting throughout are correct, and we're headed towards a minority government, then chances are that whoever we elect tonight it might not be around for a full four years. Right. Yeah. It's likely, if, if you look at the history of minority governments, they don't really serve out the four two, years. Two years on average. Yeah. yeah. So we've had, we've had 13... And I think Joe Clark's is probably the shortest at six months, but most of them can sort of linger on for two years and then they die a natural death. And when they do, the um, party that propped them up or voted again, voted to turn them out, especially the party that voted to turn them out, usually pays a price because often they go back to the people and say, look, give me the real mandate now. Yeah. yeah and, and they, they succeed. come back with a majority. That, mm-hmm. That's happened to the liberals. Yes. It happened to uh, Justin Trudeau's father, and it happened yep. to Stephen Harper. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, exactly. yeah, <laughs> I wonder if that's going to that kind of calculus uh, will will be a factor for people thinking, yeah, I don't, I don't want to be doing this and paying for it again in two years. Well, the funny thing is, uh, Nano's did a poll, and forty percent of Canadians want a major- uh, minority. Like, yeah. It's ridiculous. Like it's such a strange uh, outcome to an election, and yet forty percent of people want it. Well, well, people see it as a way to have checks and balances. People are, I mean, what I read into that is that people aren't really happy with anybody. Mm -hmm. They're not really happy with anybody, and the I think one of the good clues to that is if you look at our poll. Uh, where the Liberals had a big lead early, and as the weeks went by, that got chipped away. And then you can look at the national polls, 32 to 31, 34 to 33, 32 to 30, either way, daily, you know, up a point, down a point. And all of that's within a margin of error. So statistically, it's been tied the whole way. 
And that says to me that there's not really a lot of uh, passion out there. It's kind of, well, if I have to vote for somebody, I guess I'll do this. But there's not really a lot of intensity. Yeah. Look, I, I, I don't go as, as far back as you, David, but... I've never seen an election where it's so close. Like, usually it's, it's a five-point spread or something like that, you know, at minimum. But and it, usually a lead kind of opens up right, yes. right at the yeah. end. And usually things that happen kind of make a difference. No, it doesn't seem to But, but it's, also, it's also so close, but it's so close with no intensity. It's not like it. a third of the country actively wants A, a third actively wants A and B is the big issue, and everybody's at each yeah. other's throats. Here it's kind of like... I disagree I don't with like, that. I don't like anybody. I disagree with okay. that because the country is being polarized. And I, I do want to hear from people, so let me give... The number's out again, 416-360-0740, toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. And um, we're talking about the election, of course, which is on. So uh, we are no campaigns, no ads, and no new polls being reported. But we can talk about polls that have already been reported. And I'm, I'm curious, so first of all, do you feel that you've been ignored by politicians, audience out there? Also, are you voting with any kind of enthusiasm or is it kind of a lesser of two evils or, uh, or exactly that? And are you disappointed and do you think you've been heard? The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll free 866 740-4740, and I am here with our Zoomer Vote panel, Peter Mugridge and David Kravit. Uh, and as I was saying, it totally looks like the country is split in half almost with Atlantic Canada going with the Liberals, Quebec it now looks like the Bloc Québécois might mm. get the most seats in Quebec. You called that, Libby. I remember very early very in the early, election. Yeah. You said, watch the Bloc. Yeah. You know what? And I don't were, even remember were... I said that. But <laughs> what I will say is that I have a very good track record with elections and predicting things. And, and you know, I, it's note to self when I make these little bets, <laughs> I should make them bigger. <laughs> But, but you did. They they were down at ten, twelve percent, and you said watch out for the block. And then all of a sudden, they're at thirty percent in Quebec. So you know, yep. you, you called it. Well, yeah. thank you for reminding yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> but and and then in the West, you have the conservatives, and so it's kind of sp split. It is, I mean, it, it is split. It, it is split. But, but they, is, supporters of both of them, when they're polled, don't really feel excited about their choice. They're declaring for a party, but it, I don't think it's got the same intensity yeah. as before. So we'll see. Well, I, I would agree with that. Okay. Uh, let us go to Glenn in Port Perry. Hi, Glenn. Hi, how are you? Hi. Uh, I, I'm, I not sure, I'm not sure I heard you. Talk oh, to I me. Just, I just said, how are you? Okay, fine. Okay. Thanks. I think that what may have helped me advance polls, and I heard about this a couple of months ago, that today is a Jewish holiday. Uh, I don't know which one, and I'm wondering if a lot of people of the Jewish faith 
would have voted in the advance polls because they couldn't vote today. No, I, I it, it's a, it's a, I would say that it, only uh, very orthodox people would not be at work or not go vote today. And there, there was okay. a challenge based on one riding where that population, a lot of people of that population live, but I would say, no, not a factor that particular holiday. It's uh, not one of the big three. And, yeah, I, I don't yeah. understand it, but I just remember hearing that. Yeah, that was, well, yeah. that was an argument when they tried to move the election date, but uh, yeah. I think, no, we're not moving it was the correct answer on that <laughs> okay. one. Okay. Okay, Glenn, uh, did yeah. you vote, Glenn? Uh, last weekend, yeah. Okay, and were you excited about your vote, or was it? I was, actually. I'm very excited about this election. I think uh, when the current uh, government was elected four years ago, my first comment was, that's the end of Canada as we know it, and I believe it is. <laughs> I think, uh, depending on which way this election goes, you could start to see uh, the provinces west of Ontario seceding. I don't know if they're at that point, but they're certainly at odds with the rest well, of the country. Yeah. They're pretty close. <laughs> okay. Well, Glenn, thanks for that. No, no problem. Thank okay. You. Let's go to Kathy in Etobicoke. Hello, Kathy. Good afternoon. Um, happy voting day, everybody. Thank you. <laughs> happy happy voting, voting day to you. Have you voted already? No, I'm just on my way down there now. Okay, good. Um, I am extremely frustrated with all of the parties, except for Elizabeth May. I didn't, I didn't email her. Um, regarding the, the position of the of the seniors, and we we have been ignored. Um, as a senior, I think that we 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 should be taken a little bit more seriously. Um, and I think what all the response I got from each one of the the candidates I wrote to was, "Thank you for your email. By the way, how would you like to support us?" Mm. A form letter that uh, it's like an automatic reply. You know what? The sad part was that they didn't even have I I realize they're busy, but you know what? If you want our vote, you want to take us seriously. For heaven's sakes, take the time to answer some of the questions that people are asking you. Take a look at some of the issues. And my only fear is that, that, you know, we can't have any more cuts to the health system. You know, a friend of mine sat in in the she was turning 100 this month. Oh, congratulations. Oh, no, no, she passed away. Just oh. passed away. But she, she sat in the, in the emergency for 18 hours the first time, 12 hours the next time. I thought, you know what? You're going to do more cuts to what? You're not being fair to your, your constituents by saying you're going to save us money. You're not saving us money. You're, you're costing us all a great deal. Um, people don't mind paying taxes when they can see their tax dollars going to good use and not frivolously wasting it on things we certainly don't need. Okay. That, that's my feeling for the day, and I hope everybody votes. Okay. Uh, thank you for that, Kathy. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, yeah, you know, uh, health care is listed at the top issue by most people. And, and how much did you hear about it except... Not at all. I heard the Conservatives say that they will increase transfers every year. Uh, I heard the Liberals say if you elect Conservatives, there will be cuts. But that was the extent of it. Then uh, the Liberals who've been, quote, working on Pharmacare, we didn't hear anything about it in the election. Jagmeet Singh said he would bring in Pharmacare, as did Elizabeth May. Right. And that was it. Checking the box, but not really going into it. Yeah. Uh, 
And what do you think that means going forward? Well, I, on health care, I have my own uh, view, and I think they're terrified of opening that Pandora's box because if we start looking at the performance of the Canadian health care system, uh, and uh, not just, oh, we need more money, they've underperformed against other uh single-payer yes. countries for a long time now. And uh, I know going forward, we here at Zoomer and at CARP are going to start uh, asking some uncomfortable questions about that, and maybe we can move it up uh, as an issue in the next election. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's the a long-term view we're yeah. already talking not, not about. Not helping us today, <laughs> but you're right. It was gone. It was it was, and I think that's one of the reasons the seniors are thinking. You know, you don't really understand this. You don't really understand mm-hmm. what what we're after and what we need. Okay, let's take a call from Warren in Oshawa. Warren, you're about to ask a very good question. Uh, hi, Libby. How are you hi, doing? Hi, fine, thanks. Um, I've just wondered over the decades why the Bloc Party is allowed to run in a federal election. Um, the poor PPC party there was barely allowed to because they didn't think they had enough uh, members to represent all of Canada, and yet the Bloc is only representing Quebec, and yet it's a federal election. That's always baffled me. I just wonder if your panel has any suggestions or ideas about that. Well, the, it, it, with the People's Party, it wasn't a question if they were allowed to run. It was a question if they would be allowed to participate in the debate, oh, okay. which, which, which is decided by a debates commission uh, and not by uh, law. Yep. And uh, I think that's a good question. Why is the, but the bloc uh, runs to represent Quebec's interests in Ottawa, have done for uh, a law a very long time. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, your question is a good one. Well, we, we've had regional parties before, yeah. so, yeah. you know, I, I guess the bloc is... And also, like, um, to put it in perspective, they're, they're polling 7% nationally with just Quebec votes, and, and that's just a little bit behind Greens, which that, that puts their, their local power into perspective. Well, yeah. they are surging yeah. in Quebec. They now look to... And it was interesting that, that the Liberal leader, Justin Trudeau, was in Quebec yep. this weekend raising the specter that, of yeah. separatism and then you had their leader saying well that's not our mandate mm-hmm. this time around um, so Quebecers obviously see it differently they have yeah. seats in the parliament in, in Ottawa yep. uh, there are rules I think reflecting how many seats a party has to have to have official status and get secretarial pool and all. but yeah. under the law uh Anybody can run yeah. and yeah. call themselves a party yeah. and yeah. field candidates. Yeah. Yep. Okay, Warren. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. I've already cast my vote, and Good. I'll be watching the results tonight and see what fiasco is going to happen in the next few days, I guess. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope you're, uh, you're ready for a late night. That's what the predictions yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you very much, Libby. Enjoy your show all the time. Okay. Thanks for that. Let's Bye-bye. go to uh, Darko in Etobicoke. Hi, Darko. Yeah, there's two things on the polls. First thing is that they've been wrong a lot before recently. Yes, they uh, have. The state, uh, Doug Ford, Trudeau wasn't supposed to get a majority, blah, blah. The one thing that kind of disappoints you when you, when you start to look at things, they always talk about the national popular vote, which really doesn't mean anything. Because if you look at the block, their, their support, obviously, is all in Quebec. So, you know, I haven't seen a lot of stuff where they project riding by riding where you can see, okay, 
is the seat projection as opposed to the popular vote Oh, projection. there are there are lots of places where they've aggregated it and and given a range and and you can uh, it's been sliced and diced, you know, a uh, hundred ways. So <laughs> if, if you go online and, and modify your search, you can find all, all of that. Yeah, I tried Googling it to find it all in one spot, but I couldn't. Like in the States, you'd find maybe it's easier because it's only 50 states that you deal with. And if, whereas we have 338 riding. Right. Yeah, so well, it's, it's, there it's, are lots of places. For a smaller country, are harder. But, you know, I hear a little bit of certain races. Oh, this race is tight here. This one will be... You know, Etobicoke Center is going to be closed, and Milton's going to be closed. But overall, I don't even know, like, Etobicoke North, what the heck's going on there. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, as I said, um, those things have all been done, and if you uh, if you scroll around, you'll find it. But, uh, you know, the real poll is happening as Tonight. we speak, <laughs> and and you'll find that out, you know, soon enough. Thanks, Darko. Thanks, Libby. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, it's uh, it's... It's interesting, and uh, there's a lot of talk about the 905 as well. Mm -hmm. And the 905, I have people who say the 905 will go all one way or all the other way and not much in between. The conventional wisdom is that the liberal vote is more efficient. They can get more seats with fewer votes than the conservatives. But on the other hand, the conventional wisdom also is that the liberals overpoll and never do quite as well as the polls and the conservatives are two or three points do two or three points better than what they poll those are the two conventional theories uh we'll see yeah. which one works yeah and and we'll also see what the split on the left uh ha- what happens with the split on the left whether the greens ndp um are enough to cut into a liberal uh, win in 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 close ridings like if the green and ndp will will slice enough liberal yeah. support off for the conservative to come up the middle. Well, well, that is um, generally li- the liberal worry because yeah. they take away enough votes and suddenly the conservative gets elected. That's, right. That's yeah. why there were times when it seemed like there was a bromance between Andrew Scheer sure. and Jagmeet sure. Singh. <laughs> Sure. Well, not so much on Jagmeet Singh's side. <laughs> well, if you have the Liberals and the NDP splitting the center-left vote, and you have the PC, the Conservatives and the People's Party, yeah. it's really all Conservatives yeah. on yeah. one side, yeah. two parties cutting yeah. it up on the other side. Yeah. So um, that's simple math, you know. It is, and we'll have to see how those things how plays out. Go. Let's go to Ron and Georgina. Hello, Ron. Hello, Libby. Uh, Ron in a very conservative Georgina. Hmm. Okay, yes. Well, I just wanted to let everybody know, according to our newspaper up here, Scott Davidson has been acclaimed as our as our MP. And he is? He is our MP, conservative. Okay, so he, they're predicting he'll be reelected. Oh, yeah, it's a sea of blue up here in science. <laughs> okay, and you, you don't, you're saying you don't think seniors are taken very seriously? Yes, the uh, nobody's taken seniors very seriously. Nobody is, and it's it's a shame because uh, we're the ones who made this country. Absolutely. You know, if anybody wanted to get elected to be prime minister, is all they had to do is tell the seniors, "We'll up your pension a couple hundred bucks a month, or we'll take off the income tax on your pensions." You know, I get a pension every month, and I I pay two hundred bucks income tax on it. $2,400. On one of your shows not too long ago, they said they're going to give us 600 bucks a year. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, the, the liberals have uh, promised to uh, 
increase uh, OAS. OAS by 10% for people over 75. So I guess next year for you, uh, if they're elected, they'll get a little boost. Uh, the Conservatives are, are uh, reducing taxes and they're increasing the age amount. But, you know, the way David characterized that is that they're, they're checking a box. It's they're sending out a little bone here and yeah. there. A little bone, a little bone is, is, is correct. Like, I, I'm really not money hurt. But I know a lot of people are uh, hurting for money. And 10%, do the math on 10%. 10% of a million bucks is money. 10% on $1,800 is not money. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> Thanks for that, Ron. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, and I guess uh, when people live in places that are considered these shoe-in places, sometimes they might not even feel like it's... It's worth it that, you know, the, the die is cast and it, not, it isn't necessarily. And then you've got to ask to what extent does that affect the polling results? So if, if half the people in Alberta don't want to vote, uh, that drops the percentage vote right. overall, but it's still going to be a 24 to nothing sweep mm. for the conservatives. Mm. So. And it's interesting, you know, in, in my writing, the incumbent is considered a shoe in and I... Uh, there were a couple of robocalls. Well, I think they were actual real people on the end of it. So, But uh, I did not see her darken anyone's door, no. No. Uh, hear anything. Uh, then I think she has a fairly strong challenger who's well-known. And, and from that person, there was like one flyer sort of very carelessly put into my mailbox. <laughs> right. And the only canvassing I saw were two very young girls uh, as I was leaving one day coming to talk about the Green Party. So, uh, you know, I guess I guess it makes a difference when you're in a place that is considered, you know, a done deal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, okay. and on, on the other side of that spectrum, we've seen Trudeau race around the country desperately trying to get into every riding, you know. So he's really done a last-minute push more so than the other leaders have. Uh, yeah, I mean, and I'm, I'm, I even wonder, you know, the whole thing, th the way it happens, I'm actually wondering, does it make a difference if the leader comes and does an event in your writing? I think it does. I, I do. I, I heard some complaints from uh, New Brunswick that Singh didn't go out there enough, you know, before the election and during, so... You well, know, you have the you have the famous example of uh, Hillary Clinton right. not campaigning in Michigan and losing by under a hundred thousand votes. Right, and yeah. the uh, people in that industrial heartland said right. she didn't even come. Trump was there five times, and yeah. she was there zero times. So there's a group that mm -hmm. felt taken for granted. She loses the state narrowly. Which by not showing win, the flag, right? which yeah. was a winnable yeah. state. So that's yeah. everybody uses that example. Okay, <laughs> let's go. Uh, to Rick, who is on Lake Ridge and the 401. Hi, Rick. Hi. Well, I'm closer now in the city, but you know what? I think the the group that wins the election for my joining force is, uh, you know, it's a joke. Our system joke. I was watching TV this morning, and they were talking about some place in northern Canada where the people, 17 people living in a hut. Like, why are we? Why are we as a country? And I'm speaking for Trudeau. I don't. I don't like the gentleman. I'll be honest with you. Um, we can give out millions and millions of dollars to different countries in this world. Why do you look after the people here first? Because the people that they're giving the money to, they're not getting the money. The people who run the countries are getting the money, and the poor people aren't. And 
It's a joke. It's just a waste of our money. It's a waste of our money. Look after your own. That's what you should be doing. Okay, Rick. Thanks for that. Let's go to Sharif in Mississauga. Hello, Sharif. Hello, Jane. How are you? Uh, It's not Jane. It's Libby. Hi. Yeah. You know what? I never seen in many, many years gossip about each other politicians like Andrew Sears. He's digging big for himself. Steady every word out of his mouth, Trudeau, Trudeau, Trudeau. Okay, you know what, Sharif? I'm sorry. I, I, it's hard to hear you. So, uh, Can you hear me now? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, callers, like, don't, don't be on speakerphone because uh, it's very hard to hear you. So, uh, Sharif, uh, just uh, what's your point? <laughs> The point is, we are the best right now in position Trudeau. You know how much it costs money to place? Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, you're cutting in and out, so I am going to let you go. Barry in North York. Hi, Barry. Morning, lady, or afternoon, afternoon. lady and gentlemen. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm excited about voting because I'm excited to see the party I'm going to vote for, what kind of inroads that they make. Mm. And that's the Green Party. <laughs> you guessed it, yes. <laughs> and and I had a friend of mine today say, I love voting because he said, I am so happy to be in a country that we're allowed to do this. Absolutely. Good point, point that's worth a good making. point. I mean, people are, look at people out in the streets in places fighting for democracy, and here we have to practically beg people to vote sometimes. It is a bit of yes. outrageous. And I don't know what the rules are. Am I allowed to say what I saw on the news the other day? Uh, yes. Okay. I saw that, of course, the liberal conservatives um, fighting against each other and telling. Um, untruths against each other, and but I saw on the news the other day that the NDP also did that um, with the Green Party. Elizabeth May was upset, and she wants an apology. I don't know whether she got an apology or not. I thought, I, I want to vote for a party that has integrity. So far, I've seen that the Green Party does, because no one is telling them that. And, and she was asked, as you know, saw on the news the other day, do you think you're going to form the government? She says, no. Some would say, other parties think would say, well, of course, we're going to really. But, but she didn't, she did not avoid the question. She said, no, I don't expect to. Well, but yeah. I hope to make enough votes, um, have, have enough votes that I will count when if it's a minority, she has a, some pull and some influence. And that's mm. what I'm hoping to. Well, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't predict much more than one seat for them. But uh, Barry, thanks for your call. Okay, have a great day. You too. Have fun voting. Bye-bye. Yeah, the uh, Green Party sort of started stronger and then seems to have lost steam, but that might be a function of that late surge of the NDP. Well, I'm thinking back to our very first time together when the NDP was lagging in our Mm. poll, in the Zoomer poll, and one of the callers said, well, they always, the needle always goes to 15%, and in Nanos over the weekend, it was even more. It's closer to 20. 20. And I think that a lot of people might be thinking, including with respect, green voters, well, if it's going to be a major, a minority, then, and I don't like whoever, Mm. better give Jagmeet Singh more seats because I want them to be the uh, balance of power. Balance. Yeah. Many people don't want them to be, but a lot of people do. And if 20%, if they can pick up 20% of the vote, they will definitely be calling a lot of the shots going forward. All right.
Okay, we'll take uh, one more call. Brian in East York. Hi, Brian. Hi, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? Oh, excellent. Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, just wondering this year, uh, I live about a block and a half away from a voting station, the, the school just down the street. Yeah. And, uh, every year I'm usually innovated with people who want to put signs on my lawn. Like they're, you know, uh, can I put a sign? Can I put it this year? Not one one party or anybody has come around and asked that I've been looking around. And you miss them now. Well, I don't miss them. I <laughs> got the space all I, reserved. I used to tell everybody, uh, everybody was selling their house in East York uh, this time of year, but uh, <laughs> when there was voting. Yeah, you're complaining that they no, haven't come no, to bug I'm you. Not complaining, but I'm just wondering if it's due to the fact that everybody as a, at home sitting in front of their computer all day, they don't get out, and so they wouldn't see the signs anyway. Maybe that's why they cut it out. Because I know the young people with their cell phones, first of all, they can't spell anymore. Uh. And another thing that I've noticed, that I've noticed this uh, over at the, even the Friendly Legion, I, I said I'd seen uh, uh, two, three young guys playing darts, and they had their phones out. So I, I kind of sauntered down to have a look and see what they were doing. Okay, okay this is, Brian, I'm, I'm sorry to cut off, cut you off, Sounds but like we, have, we have to wrap things. I've, I've seen a lot of signs driving around. I don't know if there are fewer signs this time around. And by tomorrow, we'll be talking about how to recycle those signs. But, Brian, thanks for your call. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, uh, so we've got to wrap this thing up. Uh, Peter, what would you like to leave us with? Um, I, I guess we'll know it'll be a late night tonight, unlike mm. uh, the last few elections where after Ontario we pretty well knew. But tonight yeah. we're going to be, I think we're going to be waiting up till BC. David? I agree, and yeah. I think it's going to be um, the postmortems will not be that policy A triumphed over policy B. I think it's going to be turnout. And if it becomes a turnout election, maybe we can get all the parties to pay attention to us again. Okay. Thank you so much, Peter Mugridge and Thanks, David Thanks, Kravitz. Libby. This was our last Zoomer vote panel, but we are going to bring back a Zoomer panel. Ah, great. Because this has been so great. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.